Welcome to Let's Talk Talent, the podcast that digs into the science of how we find, retain, and develop the best people to get the best results. I'm your host, Mark Epp, Management Consultant Director at Talent Plus and Certified Professional Coach. It's my pleasure to welcome to Let's Talk Talent, Larry Sternberg, a longtime friend, at one time my manager, and an individual who I admire and am inspired by every day, Larry. Welcome to Let's Talk Talent. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure and an honor to be here. Well, Larry, you know, our business relationship goes back almost 20 years And in that time, you've played important leadership roles at Talent Plus, as well as many other things. You've been manager of implementation and leadership consultants here, president of Talent Plus, and now as a Talent Plus fellow and board member. Thinking of all these roles, Larry, what role has been most satisfying for you? The role where I was directly in charge of about 30 consultants, most of whom were road warriors, each of those individuals making a big difference in the lives of our clients and their employees. You graduated from law school and then went into hospitality. So prior to joining Talent Plus in 1999, you held several leadership roles in luxury hotel companies. So tell us about that journey and how those experiences brought you to Talent Plus. I'm going to tell you about the specific turning point that brought me to Talent Plus. I was vice president of human resources for a small hotel company called the Portman Hotel Company, owned by John Portman, who, if our listeners don't know John Portman and you have visited San Francisco, he designed and built Embarcadero Center. If you visited Los Angeles, the LA Plaza Hotel. If you visited Detroit, uh, what used to be the Detroit Plaza Hotel and is now the headquarters of General Motors. And I can keep naming things around the country. So in any event, we were opening a hotel in San Francisco. I was the VP of Human Resources. And he said to the team of executives, I want this to be different. I don't just want the architecture to be different. I want the experience to be different. And I needed to find people who had the best customer relations skills, as good as the best waiter or concierge you know, and who like to clean toilets every day and do that with excellence as well. And I realized that the traditional way of deciding who we were going to hire, which is people fill out applications, you do interviews, you check references. That's what it is in the hotel business for hourly employees. That wasn't going to cut it. That wasn't going to find us people who fit the description I just articulated. And so I was worried. And I started asking a lot of people I knew in the industry, listen, I need a different way to decide who we're going to hire here. This is not going to do it. I, I was also doing consulting while I was the VP of HR for this company. I was revenue producing. And one of my clients said, you need to talk to these people in Lincoln, Nebraska. They can help you. And so I called them. At the time, the company was called Selection Research Incorporated. And I said, here's my dilemma. Can you help me? And they say, we can help you. And let me tell you why. 
we don't care about their experience. We don't care about their training. We will be able to tell you, number one, people can do this job with excellence. And number two, whether they will like to do it. And I said, if you can prove that to me, we're going to do business. And so we hired 350 people for the opening of that hotel, which was called at the time the Portman Hotel in San Francisco. The results, they were life-changing for me because we hired people that we would never have hired using traditional methods instead of scientific selection methods. Larry, you wrote in what I think is a very important book. It's called Managing to Make a Difference. It's a practical, inspiring book that I actually believe has even more relevance today than when it was published a few years back. You know, today's managers are undergoing unprecedented challenges with the pandemic, uh, the great resignation, employees being more stressed out probably than ever that we could possibly imagine. So what do you recommend managers to do today to emotionally rehire their teams? That's a great question. And let's talk about what emotional rehiring is. Please. Emotional rehiring occurs when I have communicated to a person, one person to another, how valuable you are on this team and that I am grateful to have you as a member of the team and that I'm thankful to be associated with you. That's emotional rehiring. And this can happen at any time, but there's a number of ways to do it. The easiest, uh, least costly in terms of resources is to do it verbally, to just say it to somebody. And there's not a strict formula, but when you do this, you need to tell the person something like this. You know, Mark, I have always admired your positive stance and your proactive commitment to making a positive difference in the lives of the people you encounter just as you go about your day. And I want you to know that I am proud to be your friend and I am grateful to have you on the team. And uh, Talent Plus is lucky to have you here making a difference in our lives and in the lives of our clients. That's emotional rehiring. And that took me about 25 seconds, I would bet. I wasn't timing it, but that would be my bet. Uh, So you can do that verbally. Uh, You can do it through a note. And we have at Talent Plus these little note cards called five-star cards. They're, I don't know, what four by six approximately. So they're not big eight and a half by 11 sheets of paper. You can write that down, but you have to say specifically what it is about that person. They did something or they have this gift or this talent or this commitment or this determination, whatever it is, then you call it out. You answer the question, so what? Which is one of the most important questions in life is so what? So you're like this, so what? Then you answer that question. What difference does it make? And then You say, I'm grateful you're here. I'm glad you're here. Whatever the phrase is you pick in that moment. I've heard you say that what you do is help managers and leaders make a lasting, positive difference in the lives of their employees. 
Why is that important to you, Larry? You know, my college roommate asked me that. He lives in Athens, and we haven't seen each other since 1975. And um, he asked me the same question. And I don't really know. It just is. Some people like chocolate. Some people like vanilla. Some people it's important to create. Just so happens that that gives me a great deal of satisfaction. I, I think it makes me feel like I'm contributing value to people in the world. There's a ripple effect, I would suggest as well, because you do connect with people genuinely and you don't let people just walk by without some kind of connection. I think that makes a difference in their lives and the lives of others along the way as well. You never know what kind of a gesture so true. is going to make a difference. Can, can I tell you a story? Please, of course. So this is, I was with the Ritz-Carlton, and I was at uh, the Ritz-Carlton in Washington, D.C. It so happened I was staying on the top floor, and I was getting in the elevator early in the morning to start my day. I got in the elevator, and a gentleman got in the elevator with me, complete stranger, didn't even acknowledge my existence. We got down a couple of floors, another guest got on the elevator, and... The guest said, good morning. This guy went, and we got all the way down uh, to the ground floor, and it just so happened there was a Ritz-Carlton employee cleaning up right around the elevators, and this person smiled and said, good morning to this gentleman and me, and the gentleman said, good morning. Gentleman was walking out the front door, and so was I, but I was behind him, and the doorman opened the door, gave him a warm smile, and said, Good morning, sir. And at this point, this gentleman smiled and said, good morning. I don't know what our listeners believe, but one of the things I believe is that attitude makes a difference. And those employees changed that guy's attitude from the time he got on that elevator until the time he walked out. Now, he was in Washington, D.C., and I don't know what he was there to do might have been to get funding for a hospital in your community, listeners. I don't know what he was there to do, but this is what I do know. We made it more likely that he was going to accomplish whatever he was there to do in Washington, D.C., because you never know what kind of a gesture is going to make a difference in someone's life. Selecting quality talent is crucial but it's not easy whether you're hiring frontline employees or managers who can develop a team and move projects forward. Talent Plus can help you get this critical first step right. From online assessments to one-on-one interviews, we can predict top performers to help you maximize potential and growth. Visit talentplus.com to find out how. Larry, what three things would you want our listeners to do right now to accomplish their mission-critical goal? First of all, this is before the one thing. I'm going to assume that they know what their mission-critical goal is. And so, given that they know what the goal is, Mm. what are the one or two things that they need to focus on which will move them the farthest and the fastest toward accomplishing that goal. One or two things. Number two, who do I need to enlist 
who has the right talent in the right places to help me accomplish that goal. And number three is, what do those people need from me in order to be at their best every single day? CEOs that I'm talking to today are concerned about our economy. They're concerned about a potential recession. Everything you've talked about today is valid. It has proof in terms of your experience and what we've been able to show through our analysis and research. Do these things that you've talked about today and you're encouraging our listeners to do contribute to their return on investment, contribute to helping them achieve their financial goals as well, Larry? Absolutely. I, I mean, you know, it's people who achieve the financial outcomes of any organization. And so where where did I learn these things? Where did Talent Plus learn these things? We learned these things from highly successful <laughs> CEOs and four-star generals and other people who are very, very significant leaders in the world. It's not that we sat in a room and made these things up. We learn these from these highly successful leaders. So whether it's a recession or whether it's not a recession, you still want the best people. You still want to be clear about what your mission critical goals are in a recession. Those mission critical goals might be a little different than if they're not in a recession. If a company, for instance, is on the brink of bankruptcy, your mission critical goal may be to avoid bankruptcy or it may be to go into that bankruptcy. But my point is that might be a different goal than if you're flush and you're Apple and you've got all this hundreds of millions of dollars worth of cash and you need to know how invested. That's that the goals might be different. But the, the underlying principles that you still want the right people in the right roles, you still want to help those people succeed, find out what they need. And you still want to help those people grow because people will stay in an environment where they're growing and they know they're cared about. Larry Sternberg, thank you so much for our time together on Let's Talk Talent. I deeply appreciate all your comments and, and being with us today. Thank you so very much. It's my pleasure. And thanks for the opportunity. I enjoy, always enjoy the conversation with you, Mark. Thanks for listening to this episode of Let's Talk Talent. I'm your host, Mark Epp. If you're looking to develop the natural talent of your team but need help, check out Talent Plus Solutions and tune in next week for a new episode. If you like what you heard today, please like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.